Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Trick Talks. Today we're gonna to talk to Mariah and we're just gonna give her a few minutes to log in and join. This is always like the most awkward part of the interviews because, um, you know, I have to wait a few minutes, but I see Mariah here now and yes, I got the request. Perfect. Here she comes. <laughs> okay. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. It's so nice to see you. Yes, nice to see you. Nice to talk to you and, you know, face to face. Exactly. Yeah, me too. Uh, so do you want to get started? Just go right into it? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So can you tell us a little bit about your trick when you started, where you started pulling from? Okay. So it started when I was eight years old. So it happened when I had a very strict teacher, let's say, and um, she was literally like super strict and I was really scared even going to school. And then after a couple of weeks, she started teaching us, she was teaching us math. And um, yeah, then a couple of weeks and my parents noticed that I have like bald eyes. So it was super weird. I was super stressed and it continued badly, like really bad. But then it stopped because she went away. Mm. So still till now, even my parents and me, we think like, I don't want to say it was her fault, but it came when she came into school and she started teaching us. So yeah, it started when I was eight years old. Then I stopped. I did it for like a couple of months, I remember. And then I stopped. I stopped till um, the age of 15. Wow. So like, yeah, yeah, I forgot. I totally forgot that I had this thing. I think it was because I was thinking it was like something abnormal that it, only me, like I had it only me in my, in the whole world. Only I had it. But then when I was 15, it started when I wanted to enter a new school. So basically I had an entrance exam and it was super stressful um there it started and there the chaos started because it was never ending and before I used to pull out only like let's say half of my eyelashes and now I do both so <laughs> it's it was incredible but and it till now I'm still pulling so five years almost six years and I'm pulling my eyelashes um I couldn't stop um, I was wishing, like, I wish that it could be just like it started at eight years old, then the break, the pause didn't happen. So yeah, till now I'm still doing it. But now kind of like I accepted myself because I got to know the community. I got to know the community last year. I was, till last year, I was thinking that, I, that I'm the only one in the world suffering from this. Mm -hmm. But then I noticed that there are lots of people and I just feel accepted somehow. Not fully, because my parents, they don't, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But I know that everybody else does. That's fantastic. And I'm, I'm glad you're starting to feel that, that acceptance. What made you talk to other tricksters, like want to, to get to know them? 
<laughs> because deep inside, I was sure that I wasn't the only one in the world doing this. And I was saying to myself that I'm not abnormal because, you know, my parents call me names. Now they stopped because they got to know as well that there are people like that. They knew actually because they're, um, I mean, they studied medicine. They studied as well psychiatry. And um, my grandmother, because she's a psychiatrist, she, she always used to tell me that try to reach out to someone. Maybe you'll find someone who has the same problem. And I Googled once, like, pulling out eyelashes. And then I got to know that it's called trixillomania. And then I went to Facebook, and then I went to Instagram, and that's how I got to know, and just sharing my story to some girls, even on Facebook. Like, it gave me sort of a relief. Mm -hmm. Have you met anyone in real life yet that has trick? No. Yeah, no, no, no. So basically in Lebanon, um, I haven't had any chance and I didn't know that there was someone in Italy. No. So no, maybe if I go to the US, yeah, because like most of the people who share their stories are from the US. <laughs> so yeah. Um, when you get into, like I get into like the zone when I start to pull my eyelashes, like I'm hyper yeah. there. Are there any ways that you kind of snap yourself out of it? if I just stand up because I usually do it when I'm seated you know and usually when I study so like the study gets interrupted I stand up I go I have a walk or I just go into the balcony this is how I stop it otherwise I can't like I tried wearing gloves I tried the fake nails um what I've tried I've tried almost everything like um bracelets specific bracelets and nothing just when I stand up, when I change the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I notice the same thing. I notice that like, I'll try these things and they'll work for maybe a little bit and then they, they stop working. And especially the fake nails, for me, it got to the point where they were like tweezers. Like they were very accurate and I could pull. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, do you know the feeling like, because you put all of your hope into those nails and gloves, but at the end there is something that makes you do it even more, like it makes the process easier, so. Yeah, that's the worst part. It's always like, we'll find a way, you know, which is... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll find a way. What is something that you, do, that you do that you enjoy that takes your mind off of trick? I know studying will enhance, you know, your, your wanting. Um, what's something that you do that takes trick off your mind? Um, so as I said, changing atmosphere and... Um, I don't know what else, honestly. Also reading a book, you know, because like when I read, I'm focused, yet I don't do it that much. Like I, maybe because like when I read, I read something that I like, so I'm not stressed. Mm -hmm. Reading also helps, yeah, just walking around, um, maybe, I don't know, playing with something, with a gum, something like that, because it makes you, you know, it gives a um, feeling of a relief, but only studying mostly because it's stressful. Mm -hmm. Who was the first person you told about your trick? Apart from my parents, it would be, um, well, it was my ex-boyfriend. Okay, sorry, <laughs> it's interrupted. Okay, yeah, it was my first boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, and he was the first person I told it was last year. Hmm. 
Um, but I felt accepted, you know, I wasn't judged because I was afraid that I would be judged and everything, but I wasn't. So yeah, he was the first person. And did he, he respond? He responded positively. You said you felt like accepted. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like he said, oh, I didn't even notice. You shouldn't think about that. Um, stay calm, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Have you ever worn fake eyelashes or... No, I don't even know how to do it on bold eyes. Like, could you give me an advice? Because really, I I'm afraid that, I don't know, they could enter somehow inside that they could stick out. I don't know. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I so there's a few different ways. I know Anna, another trickster, she, she'll put the glue on her eye and then attach the lashes. What I do is okay. I put the glue on the actual lash and just like blow on it so it dries a little bit. And then I just pop it on. And okay and does it last i mean they don't fall well sometimes it depends on like how much glue i put on there i i'm usually pretty heavy mm -hmm. with the glue so it like takes a while to dry but um no i've like slept with them and they don't move i know yeah sometimes oh you know they might you know pop here and there i always carry like the glue yeah and the little tweezers with me but you know that's mm -hmm. recently that i started doing a lot was wearing those Okay. And do you like, do you feel good wearing them? I do. Like they don't give you, oh, they don't make your eyes itch. Cause like I know a person who had itchy eyes after that. Yeah. I'm sure like, you know, some people have different sensitivities to like, to like, yeah. or anything. Um, for me, <clears throat> it doesn't irritate me at all. I just, sometimes mm -hmm. I'll, I'll say, you know, I'm, I'm kind of tired of wearing them. I'll just pull them, you know, off at the end of the day. But for me, I like I I feel pretty wearing them. I'm just like I feel glamorous, you know. I don't know why. Good. And uh. Good, good. Now I, I'm not wearing them now, but um, when I do, I just feel like um, just more glamorous. That's all. Okay. Yeah. 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 So now you're without eyeliner. I mean, generally wearing fake eyelashes, you don't put eyeliner anymore. So yeah. So I do. So it's easier for me. Mm. Yeah, like a medium to thick, um, like black eyeliner, and then I put the eyelashes. Okay. Then you can't because it's a strip of eyelashes, so you can kind of see like where they come from. But if you have that like dark um, line, they blend in easier, and you can't even tell. Okay. That I'm missing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but it's you know I've talked about oh, other tricksters before. They're great for a while, but then you feel like. I have to wear them. You know, you get used to your, your face with them and you're like, oh, I don't want to not wear them, you know? So that's, that's its own. Mm -hmm. What are some, yeah, I know. Or some tips that you would give other tricksters? Well, some tips I would give is that to, um, to, I think to be able to change behavior, to be, I think more, you know, to be stronger inside to be able to say no and to be able to stop, to say stop at the right moment because I couldn't do that. And, um, well, it happens with me with many other stuff, but mostly like I, when I start touching my eyes, I just say, okay, maybe later I'll, I'll stop. But hours and hours and hours pass and I enter into trance. So I could have said no. And even if I have to study, I could 
leave my room and go and just watch TV, do something that distracts me, at least I'll have like, you know, better eyes. And, you know, because sometimes they even bleed, you know, because it reaches to a point where, so first save your health and then study. I could have done this, but I'm, I'm not capable of, and I think um, we should be capable, we should be able to say no to ourselves sometimes and to, to try to change atmosphere. That's because I think that's like the main, um, that's the bug, you know, here, like the atmosphere, the same atmosphere where we pull our eyelashes, whether it's studying, whether it's watching TV, sitting on the same couch, um, doing the same stuff, you know, it makes us pull eyelashes, I think because of boredom, because of stress and everything together. So I think, yeah, changing atmosphere is absolutely, because it helps me. Like it helps me. Like I, if I change atmosphere in the moment when I realize what I'm doing, then I feel relieved, you know? Mm -hmm. So I save some of my eyelashes. Yeah. Can we talk more about those years where you stopped pulling? I know the teacher had left. Um, did you, did it kind of like, over time you say, oh wow, I haven't pulled in a long time, or was it something you were conscious yeah. of at first? Yeah. yeah, of course. And yeah, I was super conscious and I was super happy because I believe that I'm not gonna do it at all, that it was just like a matter of time that it happened when I was eight years old and that's it, it's fine. Um, and no, I was super happy, like generally happy, sometimes even not thinking about it. And didn't even want to research it, even when I was already 14 years old, you know, the age of 13, 14, when you become, you know, when the puberty hits you, um, you think, why I didn't have this? Well, it was amazing. I used to take lots of pictures of myself. Now I don't do it, of course. Um, and uh, yeah, they were amazing years because even if I had something like let's say I gained a bit of weight I as well I left gymnastics so it was a very stressful year for me but even if I gained a bit of weight I had some I had acne let's say I was relieved because I had eyelashes if this happens now I don't know what what I could do with myself but those years from eight till 15 I was super relieved with myself I loved myself mm -hmm. so I could define them like that yeah, I had a, I had a, I had a few years where that were pull free, but it, I, I think if okay, you know, I would pull a little bit, but never enough, never enough where there's huge, missing gaps. Oh, and I, I don't, I don't even know. I think, like you said, I think it was like a combination of a few things. My environment is changing, and I'm not as stressed as I, mm -hmm. I think for sure. School pressures of school and college. Yeah. That, that is definitely something that uh, when I try to focus on writing papers, I'm like, you know, right away. Mm -hmm. Okay. And how many years were they like? Oh, um, so I, the last time I pulled out all of my eyelashes and like didn't have any, I was like 18. And so oh. it was, like 10 years, I would have gaps here and there. But without any eyelashes at all, it was like 10 years I went without pulling all of it, without pulling all these out. Mm -hmm. And so this past year, um, I haven't been able to fully grow them out. You know, it's just something, and arguably I'm like the happiest I've ever been, but for some reason I still can't, you know, get that, get that into control. I just don't know. You know, you just never know. You can't really. You never know. Absolutely. Point one thing. Um, 
during um, the quarantine, quarantines in your, in your, yeah. How did you, how did that affect your trichotillomania? I'd say it didn't change much because at the end of the day, I had to study the same, like in the same way. Um, and actually during the quarantine, I got myself, um, castor oil. Yeah. It's called castor oil. Um, and I started putting it because when I'm not in quarantine, I usually like go out a lot and do stuff and I'm busy. So I cannot go out with oily eyes, but during the quarantine, we had to, uh, till now the big ones where we had to stay home. Um, I used to put casserole and it helped. And I had, let's say, uh, 75% of eyelashes. Um, I don't touch the bottom ones. Like never. I just do like the, the, the top ones. And yeah. So actually during quarantine, it was better, you know, that's great. Well, how about you? For me, it was the, the opposite for me. I, I kind of like let loose and I was like, no one's going to see me. It doesn't matter. And I just kind of um, mm. released all self-control that I had. And now I find myself with the same, you know, the same problem where I'm still constantly pulling out my eyelashes. But yeah, it was, it was like, I accepted myself. I accept myself for, you know, having trichotillomania for sure. But sometimes I, if it's possible to do this, I accept myself too much and then I relinquish all control and I don't try to uh, you know what I mean it's like oh you know Dan my boyfriend you know he loves me for who I am so here you know so then it doesn't matter if I pull them all out you know but but really I do want to gain more control you know it's like I'm constantly going back and forth between wanting them but then like hey it's okay just pull them all you know no, I understand you. Absolutely. The balance, like you can't have the balance. You have the same thing. I understand you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, you say, okay, now I grew up. Okay. I still have it. So I'm going to do it. Maybe later I'm going to stop, but it, it is continuous. You know, it doesn't stop. Yes. And I don't know. Do you know somebody? Oh, sorry. Sorry. I interrupted you. No, no, no. I was asking if, <laughs> okay. Thank you. I was asking if you know somebody who stopped actually pulling out eyelashes hair or whatever. Yes, there is someone on Instagram. Her name is she Slimania. Mm -hmm. Her name's Megan. She lives in Canada. Mm -hmm. She's been pull free, I believe, like two years from her hair. Yeah, so she keeps like a log where she'll count the days of her being pull free. Um, and so, yeah, there are people, and there's some people that they they um, they'll pull their hair, pull their eyelashes, and then it just goes away. It just like stops. Um, a girl who dates one of Dan's friends, who's engaged to one of Dan's friends, she pulled out her eyelashes and then just out of the blue, it just like stopped. Wow. I know. Why is that not happening to me? <laughs> Where, you know. <laughs> but it's fine. I mean, let's accept ourselves. I don't want to think about it negatively. Exactly. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we are who we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it teaches you a lot, like meeting you and meeting other tricksters, you know, in this community, there's so many things that we do that are similar, which is great. But then also, we're also individuals. So there's things that are different about our, our yeah. in our journey. But having that community is so helpful um, to me. It is. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. Like when I started to know that there are lots of people having this and it's not, it's not the feeling that makes me happy. You know, oh, somebody has it, then I'm okay. Cause like there is somebody else walking without eyelashes or a ball. No, but just like, if you write to someone, like they could hear your story and they could understand it because other people, they don't like everybody tells me, why don't you change your habit? Well, it's not that easy. It's really not that easy. Like I tried vaping because I said, I'm going to vape. I'll have it always in my hand, even when I study, even when I do this. But it didn't help. I stopped vaping and I couldn't stop, like, you know, pulling eyelashes. So um, nothing, I think, till now worked. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also, it's really hard for me to try to do anything cold turkey, like to stop anything right away. And I, I used to use an app to try to track how many days I would not pull my hair. And then I would okay. I'd pull one and I'd be like, oh, I, I just won't track that. Like one is not that bad. So then I started uh, I, to myself and I'm like, oh, I'm not doing it. But like, I really was, I think it's, and it, it makes me even more stressed trying to put that pressure. Like, you know, you need to have all your eyelashes. Then it's like, oh, I definitely will not now because I'm going to be so worried about them and fixated on them. Yeah, exactly. I feel you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it puts more stress when we think about it, when we have to, you know, exactly like mark the date, when we have to count the days. Um, it makes it all stressful. When, Unfortunately, it's like that. When you first found the name for trichotillomania, what did you mm -hmm. feel knowing that there was a name for the actions that you were doing? Hmm. I felt... Uh, happy. I didn't believe first. I couldn't believe this. Um, but then, um, then I started thinking about it. If there is a scientific name about this, then it's true. Then maybe there is a, you know, a cure for it. I, I started questioning myself and it was a sort of a shock, mini shock, let's say, but, um, it was, a it was a happy feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, there's so many people who have trichotillomania that don't know the name for it. Yeah. I think like, you know, it's very isolating. I'm the only one, you know, why am I doing this? But when I, when I, I was pretty young when I knew of the name, I was like, Oh, okay. It's, it's a thing. Like it's actually something, you know, that, that. And how did you discover the name? So my mom took me to like the doctor and the therapist, like right away. Yeah. So right away. I'm mm -hmm. 10. And I, I pulled out all my eyebrows and my mom was like, okay, like we have to figure this out. Like, what is this? Um, and so we went to different therapists and we found the name, but even as I got older, I would see different therapists and some of them didn't know. Mm -hmm. They were like, they were questioning me. Do you see things on the walls? Do you hear voices in your head? I'm like, no, no, I, I just pull it out, you know, and they didn't know. So that was all. That was something that was, um, you know, upsetting. Because I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. You know, I do know it's a thing. Why, you know, why don't you know? But, you know, everybody's human. They don't know, every you know, no one knows everything, but. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I also, most of my therapists, the therapists that I had, they didn't know what is trichotillomania. Like, they, they thought it's, um, I think it's more than a bad habit. I don't know. But they thought, like, it's like it's smoking, you know? Mm -hmm. Like you could stop smoking, you could do this just, you know, by having a rubber band, something like that on your hand, trying to hit yourself. 
but it does it makes it worse because I'm hitting myself. So um, yeah, but yeah, it's let's say maybe also they don't know it that much, maybe because it's not that common, you know, like in real life. I, I think without internet, without like having that day me Googling, pulling out eyelashes. Like I wouldn't have known this because I've never met anyone like that. And I've been always told that I'm the only one that I should be ashamed of myself. And at the end of the day, this is not true. Right. right. Yeah. And I think it's so important for us to have these conversations and tell people, even if they're strangers, you know, tell them about this because I've heard from so many people that they know someone who does it, but you know, for my, most of my life, I was very quiet about it. I always wondered mm -hmm. if, I were, if I were more open, would I have met someone with Trick? Because maybe they would have felt comfortable enough to tell me. You know, I just, that's why I think it's just so great about Instagram and Facebook and all of the online social media um, communities. You can, you know, I can meet you and you live in a whole nother part of the world, you know, we can talk about, about yeah. thing that we have in common that we might have never, ever talked before. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Trick is just one part of you. You know, what are some other things that you like to do? Do you have any hobbies? Do you like any TV shows, movies? Well, yeah, I, yeah, I love a lot. You know, I do, I read a lot. So I love reading, which, you know, puts me in another world. Um, now I have university, um, which makes me a bit busy, but as well, I like teaching. So I do, I teach English, not like you, but I mean, I do it privately, which I do it to kids and it makes me, you know, happy because I see like how the kids, you know, how, like what dreams do they have? And just talking with kids a bit, um, makes me, you know, be grateful. You know, it makes me grateful a lot you know and um oh someone asked what's your favorite book well my favorite book is madame Povary. um i haven't read it in french but i wish i could do it um and yeah well my hobbies as well as volunteering so i've done twice and it makes you again grateful in a way that you see how other kids struggled so now I'm volunteering with the with immigrant kids that came to Europe and they passed through specific, let's say, traumatical moments in their life. And um, it makes me, you know, grateful that I haven't passed through this. It could have been worse. So, yeah, that's one of my hobbies, volunteering. And in Lebanon, I've done with other immigrant kids um, from other countries. It was the same thing. They escaped from war. There was a kid that... Um, his family was killed by ISIS, um, so they were, yeah, and it was so terrible, and he's alone in an orphanage in Lebanon, and um, yeah, these are primarily my hobbies, I'm not, should think of something else, but we'll take time. <laughs> yeah. Hobbies, like, thank, you know, thank you for volunteering and doing all that wonderful work for people, it's amazing. Yeah. Now, yeah. If you were to meet a young person, like with trichotillomania, what would be some pieces of advice that you would give them? Love yourself, accept yourself, and just 
don't listen to somebody, whether it's your parent or someone who doesn't accept you. I should have done this, but I was, it's not that I was too young. I just, I, I'm that type of person that I like, I believe people. I, I do it less, but I used to believe my mom. I love my mom and everything. And I love as well people who bullied me at school for that. But um, I mean, at the end of the day, I should, I should have accepted myself back then because I didn't accept myself back then. And now it left an impact on me and on my psychological health. And my advice is to really love yourself, accept yourself, um, to try to start Googling this, to search for people like them, because it's going to help because it helped me searching for this community helped me before I used to believe that I'm the only one that I look like a frog because frog doesn't have eyelashes. Um, so yeah, my advice is really don't listen to anyone. You can even not go to a therapist because I don't know, but therapists didn't help me. I don't know about you, but they didn't help me. Um, just love yourself and don't think that you're mentally ill because mm -hmm. many people, they do. But that's great advice. Even with trichotillomy. How would you say, because I know you just mentioned that you wish you accepted yourself earlier. How did your journey to self-acceptance happen? What, do you remember if there was like a certain moment where you're like, you know what? Like, this is me. Well, I uh, honestly, I have, I accepted myself in part. Well, half of the part, I haven't accepted myself fully. But even accepting slowly that I am, that I have bald eyes, um, how did it happen? Well, just talking to myself, you know, uh, writing a journal, writing it, then rereading, and then rereading the beautiful moments that happened even when I was pulling. And um, yeah, I just, I just started talking to myself more, you know self, you know, just self-teaching, um, you know, teaching myself positive vibes. How should I, you know, go out, uh, socialize, uh, sometimes not to put makeup. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So do you go out sometimes without makeup? Oh, absolutely. Now I do it. Yeah. Now I, today I have makeup just because like I was with kids and I, I don't know, I didn't want to be without eyelashes. But yeah, when I go to supermarket mostly, or when I'm, you know, about to go and just grab a coffee, I go without makeup before it was impossible. Um, but when I reached a point that I had like dark circles because of eyeliner, constant eyeliner on my eyes, I decided, no, I have to stop it. I don't care. I accepted this thing. I want to go out without. Nice. Yeah. I, yeah. With, with my kids at school, I do wear the fake eyelashes um and it's not that i don't want to tell them about it but sometimes i do find that i that i don't want to talk about it right then and there you know what i mean exactly like and also like have you ever thought that it might uh, give them like a not a bad influence no but some kids might start doing it because they copy a lot yeah you know really see people saying, hey, you know what? Let me try. Like, let me try. And I do remember. A exactly. Let me try. Yeah. Like, you know, and I, I don't even like, um, like if Dan has an eyelash that's like pointing down in his eyelid, my, I want to be like, let's move that. You know, it's going to poke you in your eye. Like, let's get rid of it. But I'm thinking, oh no, what if I do that? And then he likes it. Like he likes the sensation. Like, I don't want to be the, the catalyst for that. Oh yeah. 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 
I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I think you do it as well for the sensation, because of the sensation, mm -hmm. the pain, the mini pain that we feel. Yes. And I, I find it interesting. I also don't pull from my bottom lash line. For some reason, it, it doesn't feel... I have before. Like, if I'm, you know, really mm. alone and I have nothing left, I will do it. But I don't know why. It's like a different, almost a different sensation as, as you know, opposed to the top lid. You feel the same way? Absolutely the same way. <laughs> like, I think it hurts more. Mm -hmm. It has a different type of pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I feel. Yeah, yeah. Even when I... No, I barely touch them. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Continue, continue. When I, I used to pull... My eyebrows were the first thing I pulled out. And okay. now, if I pull them, it, like, hurts. I just don't like it. So I haven't pulled from my eyebrows mm -hmm. in ages just because I don't like it anymore. It doesn't feel good to me. Mm -hmm. But my hair still does. And my eyelashes still do. But it's it's it is interesting how trick works you have it sometimes you yeah you know period of not doing it it comes back so that's just how it is i guess exactly i was thinking about this like our brain is so complicated like you know human's brain is just so weird it's so complicated it's so rich and yeah like people with trick also people who bite their nails you know like it's so weird for me, it's not weird anymore, but if I think about it, it is weird, but I don't want to say that it's abnormal. It's normal because we're all different, you know, and it's special in our own way. But yeah, like, and it's not, I think like it's not studied. Trichotillomania is not studied, at least not fully studied. It's not, I think like science didn't dedicate or couldn't dedicate because it's too complicated, dedicate time for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I've tried, like, different medicines when I was, like, in high school. Yeah. For it, and I didn't, it didn't necessarily help me. You know, I, I don't know um, if there is something. Like, I, you know, it's, uh, you know, there's no cure for it. Some people have stopped, and that's, and I'm so happy for them, and, wonder, and you know, that's wonderful. But for me, I, I struggle with the idea that there is some sort of way to stop, because for me, it, there hasn't been, you know, 20 years, mm -hmm. you know. And it has been, and then I don't want to get into that mindset of like, oh, there is a cure, there is a cure, and I'm still doing it, and I get myself upset. I kind of just want to yeah, it for what it is and, and keep moving on with my life. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And do you still go to a therapist or something, or you just ended it, and you're now with yourself following your mind and health? Um, so I, I don't currently see a therapist. I've gone to therapy, you know, um, multiple times in my life. Usually, the last time I went to a therapist, I wasn't even going for trick. It's kind of something. I mm -hmm, okay. Um, but I'll go for a little bit, and then I, you know, my head will get right. You know, sometimes I just know I'm, I need a professional. Like sometimes there's um, things going on in my life where I, I just know, hey, this is for someone who's studied this. Like I need, I need some help. Um, but yeah, recently it hasn't even been about trichotillomania because I've been so you know so many times so many different sessions and trying to get um my behavior under control with it and like I said things work for a while and then they don't and then I just try something new like I'm constantly trying something new with it okay yeah yeah I get you I feel you
but you know i'm a big advocate for therapy sometimes like you know there are things that we can't we don't we shouldn't have to um go through mm -hmm. you know i understand that absolutely so is there anything else you would like to say as we wrap up this lovely convo um yeah i just feel like seeing most of my followers joining this it's literally my first time speaking speaking it out like on the social media because i've never done this um i'm like you know i turned even red because it's a bit stressful but i'm just happy that i got to share my experience my trick experience i got to share you know um what is trick uh, how do we have it to, you know, to get to know you as well, to have a video with you? It was so nice. Um, and just sharing it, like, you know, in public, it feels awesome. And, yeah, again, I would just, I will say to anybody, you know, not just with the person who has trick, to person who has trick, but um, love yourself and accept yourself. Because, like, when you're going to do that, you're going to have um, less stress for life. You know, you'll be super um, relaxed with yourself. You're going to accept yourself and you're going to be able to do lots of stuff in future. You're going to have, you're going to have a different life. And that's what I've noticed in recent years. And I'm changing and it's, it feels happy. Yeah. It feels cool. It's amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on Trek Talks and, you know, I hope to. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.